0: So what actually is the Metaverse and to understand this I highly recommend that you check out the first episode the first iteration, part one of this series in which I was speaking about Meta and the core business and why I believe Meta has a very attractive current core business and potential investment. I want to then bring you the second part in which is in relation to the Metaverse, a highly misunderstood area in which is actually incredibly exciting and I believe could represent one of the biggest shifts when it comes to technological change and the next computing platform. So what actually is the Metaverse? You can subscribe to the monthly Deep Dive's newsletter. One email a month, only high quality research, high quality reports. This was a 5,000 plus word research report in which went into Meta, highlighting the core business, organizational culture, structure, capital allocation skills by Zuckerberg and the metaverse, so on and so forth. I think you'll really enjoy it. Check that out, link in the description. What actually is the metaverse? I think this is the most important question to understand and to debunk some of the clear myths in which are apparent when speaking about the metaverse. Meta at the core, despite the trivialization of the idea, are attempting to build the next generation computing platform. In the modern date, there is a static two-dimensional approach towards computing and the Internet. The static monitors are used as a portal into the digitalized Internet. However, this comes with various archaic limitations. Meta, however, want to change this. This has been Mark Zuckerberg's vision, which is obviously incredibly, incredibly misunderstood. Instead, Meta want to focus on the, what I call, interoperability of the digital and physical world, with conjunction of and use of AR and VR. The potential for true immersion Regarding digitalized presence will result in the unlocking of, according to Mark Zuckerberg and the words himself, hundreds of billions of of dollars, if not trillions of dollars, over time, according to the CEO. This interoperability of the digital and physical world, the unlocking of true immersion, could result in numerous use cases from building sites in which you can identify a piece of material that is being used via solely a small wearable device, or perhaps in the healthcare scene in which, during an operation, Doctors are wearing a physical device in which can identify key metrics or key statistics or key important factors that you must know and which can aid the experience and therefore result in a better outcome. Thus, I believe meta represents a very interesting inflection point within the history of humanity in which there is an interoperability for the first time of the digital and physical world. This is a very big point for the future of humanity, I believe. As within the words of management. This interoperability enables a deeper social experience where you feel a realistic sense of presence with other people, no matter where they are, whether you're playing games or working for hours at a time, you're just jumping in a minute to say hi to a friend or to collaborate on a project quickly. As within the words that I wrote on the Deep Dive's new letter. Meta is fundamentally creating the first embodied and immersive internet. They're creating the foundational hardware and software required to build an immersive embodied internet that enables digital social presence and experience far better than anything that currently exists today. I think this is fairly revolutionary and I can think in my personal life, a range of examples and times where this would be amazing, whether it's a podcast in which you could feel like and be in the presence of someone who is thousands of miles across the world, or perhaps just when it comes to regular computing and doing work, productivity, Meta, as we'll see within a moment, are firstly looking to replace completely monitors and laptops via the use of AR and VR, and this is something I'm really, really interested in. So what actually are the issues with the current computing infrastructure? As humans, we basically operate via the combination of sensors. These senses work in conjunction simultaneously, and they include things such as touch, smell, hearing, so on and so forth, which enable humans to basically operate and function throughout the world. However, from a digitalized perspective, what we're seeing, and I believe what we'll say in 10 years from now, is the way we're currently operating is incredibly archaic and goes against human nature. In other words, from a digitalized perspective, this four-dimensional innate human superpower is innately retracted to a static two-dimensional confinement. To explain further, this two-dimensional state basically fails to adequately provide humans with adequate touch and feel and presence. This is unlike and divorced from the physical world. And in consideration of the fact that Metro at the core is a social media company and is focused on meaningful social interactions, as Zuckerberg puts it, this is incredibly important to have true social interactability and to lay at the foundation of human interactability than digital presence. The ability to remove the traditional conventional confinements when it comes to the digitalized portal, but instead replicate the physical world. This is incredibly important, use of touch, sound. Real presence is necessary. And this is the main area that the CEO is pushing for. As I stated, the unlocking of true immersion presents, I would argue, countless, countless opportunities. Whether, as we stated, from a conventional building site in which a builder can use AR, a wearable device, in order to identify bricks, identify certain roles that he has to do for that day, so on and so forth. Or to the educational scene in which teachers can Use these devices to make education more attractive, or, as I stated, just for kind of everyday life, you know, which has a necessity to replace the conventional confinements of a monitor, of a TV screen, and therefore enable work to occur more productively, whilst also literally having a huge workspace within your pocket. There's there's so many different use cases for this. The immersion and the interlocking, the interoperability of digital and physical presence, I don't think is something that should be trivialised. I believe that the creation of the next generation internet, the embodied immersive internet would blur the boundaries between the physical and digital world. In other words, this would unlock unimaginable use cases in which would otherwise dramatically reduce productivity and utility. In other words, through the blurring of digital and physical world, this will boost productivity hugely in almost every single domain. But as important as this is, you have to be logical about this and just looking back at history, as I've reiterated on the newsletter at darntons.com. Within the newsletter, within the latest release I wrote, that often radical ideas, radical innovations do not come through with blaring trumpets and red carpets. Instead, these innovations, these radical doomshots, shots, these radical breakthroughs are incredibly fragile. It's like a small baby. You have to nurture and love these small, fragile ideas. Because often cases, These small fragile ideas don't end up resembling the beautiful adult that they will later turn into be. Often these early stage ideas are ugly, they have warts, they're very very fragile and thus can easily be destroyed. Often these ideas pass through very dark tunnels, after a range of skepticism and uncertainty. These companies are dismissed and often neglected for some time. Now this is also a concern I have because Meta leading this initiative, I would argue, presents a range of issues and concerns. Example, as Peter Tilt commonly states, first-mover advantage is actually a fallacy, and in reality, it's far better to be a second place or third place. Often, last-mover advantage is key. You can identify what went wrong. There's a better understanding of the industry at hand, and therefore you can execute more successfully in comparison to going through the dark, deep tunnel evading the three false fails in which often occur with radical innovations as did occur within the statin. And therefore, finally, perhaps, you get to an outcome. Often, it's far better to be a last mover within this case. In other words, it's not wise to rapidly push towards radical innovations before anyone else, according to Peter Thiel, Usually, these radical innovations come with a plethora of warts and unprecedented issues, in which can ultimately result within the ultimate demise of the product. Therefore, as I stated, I do expect, and I will scrutinize the metaverse through every step i think it's only wise and safe to do so as an investor therefore as i stated as did occur within the case of the statin and a range of really important breakthroughs in which basically disrupted the fabric of society often these ideas go through what i call the three false fails three is a generalized number false fails where the company looked like it was done and it was dusted but it actually certain studies haven't been conducted or those misleading narratives in the media, so on and so forth, as did occur within the statin. There were numerous times in which there were inaccurate studies done on animals, and these animal studies completely altered the outcome of the statin. Whereas if you actually did the study properly, as was then the case of the statin, then you would have realized that these studies were flawed, so on and so forth. There was a range of different examples in which the statin was perceived to cause cancer, and cause a range of issues, in reality, these studies were flawed. This was the case with the statin, and there's numerous examples of that occurring across innovations that are really fundamental for human flourishing. I expect the same to be true with the metaverse. That's a good kind of nice rhyme, I suppose you could say. What is true among people and ideas is the fact that people and radical ideas often jump from lily pad to lily pad before the final hurdle, in which is only when the idea gains worldwide applause. However, this is where it gets important, because it's fun and interesting to speak about metaverse and areas in which it could totally disrupt the fabric of society, but you also have to understand that this isn't the sole focus of Facebook and Meta. In fact, if you actually have gone into detail and if you read the report on Dantons.com, the deep dive newsletter, then you would have realized that actually, it's far more nuanced than that. Meta is focused on AI, business messaging, and the metaverse. There's three areas in which are kind of at the core of their thesis currently. The narrative that has been implanted within the mind of investors, at least passive readers of the media, is the fact that Meta is rapidly changing the company in a last minute kind of attempt to save the failing social media brands. This this literally could not be further from the truth. When you actually look at the distinction between expenses and investments within the Metaverse and the family of apps, there's a fairly fascinating distinction to be made. For example, the family of app expenses were $18.1 billion, representing 82% of overall expenses, reality lab expenses, or $4 billion, or 22% of family of app expenses. And as I stated, as a passive consumer of the media, you may have noticed that Facebooker or Meta solely investing within the metaverse, right? Well, not at all. In fact, the majority of the spending is still going towards family of apps, and family of apps seems to be the area in which, as I mentioned within my prior video, has still a meaningful upside potential as Mark Zuckerberg pushes this to become the X app, or as in the case of China, the WeChat app, and basically becoming all-in-one social media application in which you can book flights, you can do commerce, you can consume video, you can create video, you can message, so on and so forth. So as a core generalized thesis, Meta's core business is strong, it is steady, it is a meaningful upside ahead. Whilst well, there's no exponentiality ahead. It still has meaningful upside. And there's also an investment being made within the metaverse, AI, and a range of other areas in which I believe can become very appealing for investors. And fundamentally, what makes me laugh is the fact that I believe innovation is fundamental for growth. I don't care how big your company is, who your company is, who the leader is, whatever, whatever. I believe that innovation is fundamental for growth. And what you have is when companies such as Meta actually do innovate and make a risky, better so. What actually happens as investors get scared? I think it should be the opposite. There's something that I've been thinking about recently, perceived safety. Would it be better for Meta to sit on their hands now and just carry on as they're doing, solely investing within the family of apps with full knowledge that maybe in 10-15 years time, these family of apps perhaps are going to be mute. They're not going to be as relevant if they don't innovate. The Meta in general family of app User growth is incredibly strong, the highest it's ever been. However, there is a clear trend that it's occurring. It's stagnating slightly. Now, that's not to say that I believe the social media platform is suddenly going to r- remove itself from society. Nobody would use it. But that is to say that it's necessary for all companies to innovate. There is something called perceived safety. As I mentioned, perceived safety is dangerous. You must innovate to win. And this is exactly what Mark Zuckerberg is doing. As we'll get to within one moment if you look at the capital allocation skills by zuckerberg this should give us far more confidence in the ability for the metaverse to play out successfully please note also the past allocation skills in terms of capital by the ceo zuckerberg are just unimaginably scarily beautiful if that is even is the correct terminology zuckerberg is a tremendous, tremendous leader. He's perhaps one of the best leaders there is in the current day. And his capital allocation skills prove this to be correct, I would argue. What strikes me massively when reading the reports by Zuckerberg is his clear shareholder-oriented vision and the ruthless capital allocation strategies. Instagram, for example, is one of the best capital allocation procedures I think I've ever seen, in which Zuckerberg acquired Instagram back in 2014 for around $1 billion, And this is now creating billions and billions of dollars 20 plus billion dollars in the final year i believe whilst it may have been originally absurd to buy instagram in 2012-ish 2014-ish for 1 billion dollars in reality this was a beautiful capital allocation skill despite the media narratives bashing zuckerberg as usual he dissuaded and mitigated cowling into the conventional norms but instead went through with his conviction and once again he was correct furthermore There are countless examples of this, WhatsApp too. Mark Zuckerberg purchased WhatsApp for $19 billion. Once again, many touted Zuckerberg as insane, especially in consideration of the fact that WhatsApp has made little money and they were largely popular outside of the US. But in 2014, over 450 million people used WhatsApp monthly and the service added more than 1 million users per day with 70% of WhatsApp users being daily active users. The app was expected to quickly reach 1 billion users. I believe that the role of a CEO is characterized very simply by two major roles. Capital allocation skills and efficiency of operations. These are the two most important aspects, I believe, of a CEO. Zuckerberg actually mentioned interestingly within the latest report, a fascinating quote that I want to read to you. This highlights the vision of being shareholder-oriented. This highlights the vision of clear capital allocation skills and Thus, gives me more confidence as an investor. Zuckerberg stated, whilst enabling greater return of capital to shareholders, and this reiterates the clear what I call iconoclastic vision apparent by Zuckerberg and his emphasis on the return to shareholders. Once again, in consideration of the fact that Zuckerberg has a clear track record of Oculus, of WhatsApp, of Instagram, so on and so forth, I believe that this gives us more rigor, this gives us more confidence as to the capital allocation skills of Zuckerberg and therefore the potential for the metaverse bet to pay off. And, even more amazingly, this isn't the first time Zuckerberg has come under criticism. He's always under criticism. In fact, I think this is a major strength. What I call iconoclastic. Iconoclastic basically refers to the ability to go against conventional beliefs and norms, and dissuade conventional kind of narratives. This I believe is fundamental in order to generate alpha. Buffett actually interestingly noted that among CEOs there is a powerful force and one must find a way of tuning this out. Buffett stated that the role of a CEO was to not be a charismatic leader, but instead focus on the careful deployment of the firm's resources. These traits, uh, ever-present within the track record and the current state of CEO Zuckerberg. So when one combines this with the fact that I believe the core business is steady, this becomes an incredibly interesting opportunity. A loonshot is what is defined as a radical innovation which was previously once demonized and trivialized or end up basically transforming the fabric of society. The idea of a loonshot, in which is a radical innovation that disrupts the fabric of society despite major trivializations, is ever-present uh, throughout history. For example, the introduction of The Radar. The Radar was once trivialized. It was ignored, however, and it basically ended up being fundamental towards the success of World War II. Furthermore, you also have the James Bond franchise, in which was previously trivialized. No one wanted to buy it. However, it ended up becoming the highest-grossing franchise within film history. Therefore, I do not believe it's wise to trivialize Meta and Zuckerberg's clear superiority when it comes to capital allocation skills. I think this is an incredibly interesting video. An incredibly interesting story that is being played out. Let me know, what are your thoughts on the metaverse? Is Zuckerberg wrong? Where are you placing your money? See you soon.